Let's uh, maximize our time with Mike Babcock, the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs on Hockey Central and Sportsnet with Darren Millard, Nick Kiprios, and Doug McLean. So I, I have a bone to pick with you. you. You promised pain, Mike. You promised pain. Did you not watch the first period last night? Oh, well, that, that, that was pain. That's that, true. Yeah, we did the game. It was pain. But uh, and I watched... the first period last night was, uh, you know what's interesting, is 41 games in, so you're halfway through. You think things are going not bad for you, and you're not prepared to play last night at the start of the game. And so, you know, at the end of the game, and you've had all these chances and all these shots and all that, and you can say, hey, we do. catch up hockey is losing hockey. When you don't get ready on time and you don't prepare and you don't come out with energy and dictate the play, you go home a loser uh, 85% of the time. And so last night for me was real disappointing. We haven't had to experience a whole bunch of that uh, since October. And so to me, last night was a disappointment. I just want to ask you, Mike, uh, to play off of that, those comments when you said that uh, if you don't think that there's pain coming, there's pain coming. That was like seven months ago. Looking back on it, uh, right comments to make at the right time. Did it set the table that you were looking for with those comments? Or you sit there and go, uh, maybe a little too transparent. No, I you know I don't even think about it to be honest with you. I think uh, the reality is is when you're building an organization uh, to be to have a ten year run like our plan is is there's going to be some times that are ugly and whether you're it's gone better or worse than you'd like as a fan. The reality is that's that's just the case. I know how long it takes and I know how long these teams that. The Chicago Blackhawks, I know how many years of pain there was the Florida Panthers who are playing great right now and their kids have come of age and they've got some good veterans. I know how long it took. So that's where we're at. What's real pleasant for me is Gardner and Riley and Kadri and the way these guys, they're better players than I thought. They play harder. They're more competitive. So to me, that part is the positive part. The way we've competed the most nights, the way we've been organized has been positive. We still have tons of work to do. You need game breakers to win in the end. And you need lots of depth. And we're not there yet. Um, so, you know, I, I happened to watch the San Jose game as well. And I... I'm sitting after the first period, and I'm thinking, you know, this is a pretty good effort. They look like they're playing hard. They're they're in the game. And then there was just bits of breakdowns, and it wasn't, to me, really a 7 nothing game. You know what I mean? It was sort of a funny way it was happening. But along that vein, what you're talking about, Mike... There's got you're, you're looking for some core guys that you can that can be around a long time. Out of out of the 23 man roster, is there a number? Is it five? Is it seven guys that you project that have a future here? Or is it too early? What I what I'd say to you is is you know I I just mentioned three guys right you know, guys that have been real good pros this year that are really help like so there's there's a number of parts to it there's the drafting and developing the marlies are running away with things with lots of kids we got some good players we need more but who's going to help them be pros so you need the guys that set the tone and not only do they need to be good players they need to be good men so when i when i look at leo i think of myself a guy who does it every day when i look at hunwick does it every day 
Poli does it every day. Dion's been fantastic. So there's four guys that are set the tone for us. Now, depending on their age, though, mm-hmm. are they the age that they can grow with our group or not even grow with our group or help our group grow? So you look at that. Then who is competitive enough and wants to be a good enough pro and has enough talent to be and at the right age to be with your group? So I think that's all part of the process. And then the other thing about it is 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 – what can you do free agents-wise? What can you do at the trade deadline? What can you do in the draft? And my job, even though I'm aware of all those things, my job is to get our team prepared to play. I didn't do my job yesterday. So i got to do my job today so that we're ready to go tomorrow. So that's my focus. And Lou and Shani and Kyle Dubas and Mark Hunter are more on the other side. Do we talk every day? Absolutely. But there's lots of work to be done, and it's just going to take baby steps and one step at a time. Darren Millard, Nick Kiprios, and uh, Doug McLean keeping Mike Babcock from doing his job uh, as he chats with us on Hockey Central at noon. Uh, you're in this bubble in, in Toronto. How, how is it different than coaching in Detroit or Anaheim? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, uh, it's been fantastic. The city's spectacular. Uh, the fan base is like nothing I've ever seen. Like, and don't get me wrong, I, I, Coaching in Detroit and living in Detroit, uh, you can't have a better, there's no better job. And saying that this is a different job, and what's interesting about this job is is how much support the Leafs have. The Leafs fan support is like nothing I've ever seen. There's so many people. And because of the environment here, the opportunity is so good, in my opinion. We should have a model franchise, and we're going to have a model franchise. And so we need to get the product on the ice as good as is the opportunity is and so that's what we're working at but i i've been very impressed with the fans what i've seen is if we work hard and we're prepared they're happy and if we're not they're not very happy and i don't blame them for that so let's make sure we're dialed in and working mike you weren't around to finish uh last season but the sense was that uh a lot of these guys and some of the guys that you just mentioned in cadre and uh and gardner uh they weren't feeling very good about themselves. Uh, was the challenges as much technically on the ice as they were off the ice and, and helping them restore, uh, I don't know if the right word, self-esteem. Is that fair? Well, I think it's um, self-esteem, confidence, whatever you want to call it. I think it's the same for you, Kibber. When you're doing your job and you're doing a good job, and you know you're doing a good job to feel good about yourself. When things aren't going very good and people are beating on you and the ratings aren't very good, you don't feel as good. That's just the reality of the situation. So it's the same in our business here. I think what we've done here, and I wouldn't say today necessarily, but there's been a good feeling in our room. The guys have had tons of fun. They've worked hard. They've been accountable. They've been, I think, excellent. And so we've been able to... And I don't want to say maximize the group, but we've we've done pretty good with the group. Uh, now we're here. Uh, last night was a setback. We got to fix it. Uh, we got to get back on track, uh, and you got to keep the momentum going. But I've found the community to be very supportive. We talked today about that in our room. Is it's been good spot for us this year because we played hard enough and we've earned the right to feel good about ourselves. And the community supports that. Let's keep it up. Let's keep getting better. You and Detroit were fortunate to have a number one centerman, a number one defenseman, maybe one of the greatest of all time, and maybe a number one goalie at times. Um, I I look here and you say, okay, is there a number one centerman in the pipeline? 
Is there a number one defenseman in the pipeline? Is there a number one goalie in the pipeline? I guess the first question would be, can Riley be a number one defenseman or is he maybe a real good two, three? Well, he's, he's a real good two for sure. Yeah. Is he a one? Uh, we're going to, we're going to watch together and figure it out. I like, I really like him. I think he's, he's got huge upside. I love uh, how he can get the puck to Lynette. Uh, I love how conscientious he's becoming defensively. Uh, you know, he does a good job. He plays against the best people. Um, we haven't played him on the power play on purpose. We will play him on the power play. I think he has a chance to be real good. I think Gardner's a real good two-pair guy and getting better each and every day. More confidence goes back for the puck better, stronger. Um, so he's good. I think Naz has done a real nice job. When you play head-to-head against the other people's best players, uh, when they get running around the other night in LA and you're running right back and yeah. you're greasy, uh, I mean, I really like it. He might be the biggest surprise for me. I'm like, I'm almost shocked how good he's been and competitive and greasy. So to me, those things are real positive for us. But now all these kids you have that everyone says, okay, they're real good in the American League or they're leading the American League or they were real good in the World Junior Tournament. We've all been around for a long time. Some of them end up being real good NHLers. That's why you got to have too many draft picks and you got to have too many prospects because some of them aren't going to be. And then the more you have, the more you can acquire from other organizations at the same time. And as far as the goaltending goes... You know, I don't know what the right way to do that is. Not many people draft Carey Price and he turns into Carey Price. Most people end up getting the goalie on the third stop and the guy ends up being a heck of a goalie. So uh, I I can't tell you the answer to that part of things. I know uh, Rhymes has had a started, struggled early, had a real good run, and then got the groin problems, and hopefully he's on his way back. Bernie seems to be... Uh, gravitating and going in the right direction. Goaltending's huge, obviously. Nick Lidstrom, there's no tree with him on it. I know that. Been around a long time to know that, but uh, we sure like some of the guys we have here and, and then our prospects. A couple of minutes left. Uh, Nick and I have one more for you. Uh, goaltending. You, you challenge your goalies. Uh, a, lot, a lot of coaches go out of the way to protect them. You went straight at both Bernier and, and Reimer at times. Why, why do you take that tact? Because this is how what I believe is I believe that if my boss tells me the truth each and every day and he doesn't think I'm doing my job and he tells me, then I can fix it. I know where I stand. I just want to know. I want to place him. I think the goaltenders are part of the team. Now, not protecting them, I disagree with that. I think we protect them. We protect them on how we play and how we talk to them and how we treat them. But we try to make them accountable like everybody else. I think that's important to being on a part of a team. I really believe that. I could be nuts, but that's what I think. Hey, Mike, uh, before you go, uh, my my good buddy here, Doug McLean, says constantly every day, it's just about winning. And while we're all in agreement that uh, the process has gone so far well in the big picture, for you, when does it come all about where you are in this? You sit today and you talk about a lot of great things and we're in agreement, but you're also one of the worst teams in the leagues in the standings. When is the cutoff when it doesn't matter how good you feel about certain things? It's not good enough to be 28th overall. 
Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look at the standings today. When you got to turn the newspaper upside down to feel good, <laughs> it's, it's not a good thing. You and I know that. Kenny studied the standings. Is it, didn't is, he is it possible to feel this good and be in the same position next year in the standings? Well, I think for the next couple of years, and even though no one wants to hear this, everyone wants steady progress. When you put more young people in your lineup, you tend to get worse. That's a hard, hard thing to swallow. This is what I do. Get up every day and I try to win that day without any question. I love to win. Believe me. I love to win. Can't stand losing. In saying that, I also like to maximize the group. And I like what we've done thus far. I think the hardest part of the year is still ahead. I'm very cognizant of that. The next few years, there's going to be lots of tough times. I understand that totally. But knew what I signed up for, and uh, some days are going to be harder than others, but I think there's going to be lots of good times ahead, and I'm excited about it. Uh, we really appreciate the time. Midway mark of the uh, National Hockey League season for the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, coming off a uh, uh, disappointing performance, as you stated last night in that first period, but uh, you uh, spent some time with us, and we appreciate it. Hey, guys. Thanks. Talk to you soon, man. You bet. All the best. Thanks. Bye.